Hey, hey, quiet on the set. We are live in five, four, three, two. Hello, 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 and welcome to the See You Next Tuesday podcast where all the cuntiest of cunty bitches join in to congregate to listen to all the tea, the juice, the jo- the gossip, the gossip, yes, the gossip and the drama, gossip. My name is Tanisha and I am your host and I sit here on the Tuesdays, every Tuesday because we go up on a Tuesday, Taco Tuesday, all the Tuesdays, it's Tuesday. Okay, and yeah, I I sit down and I talk about the shit that has been fucking racking my goddamn brain. Anyways, hi, I'm here on Tuesday, some days, Wednesdays, but you know, we're here. So, um, what a week, what a, what a last few weeks, you guys, I, I took a sabbatical, if you will. Um, I'm not really, it, it. I took a sabbatical. Okay. Like I have to explain to you all. Do you, do you understand how difficult it is to record and film a podcast in a house with people? I also live in the city. So, you know, there's dogs barking, there's construction happening, you know, things are happening and, you know, I really shouldn't just stop. The podcast should not stop. The show must go on, but I had to take a moment. I needed to find a new location to film. That kind of, you know, didn't really happen. So we're here in the same space again. So, you know, this, this is it. This is where we are. Um, you know, I live in a house with people, an additional person, shall I say. And, you know, it's kind of difficult to uh, record sometimes. And it's not, you know, anything other than the fact that I have this, debilitating stage fright. I always talk about how it would be so fun and lovely to record with people or to record in front of someone, but I honestly don't think that's possible for me to do because I freak the fuck out. So I have kind of just been avoiding a little bit, but you know, we're here. We are here and we are posting on Tuesday because of course, see you next Tuesday. (laughs) But anyways, I'm back. We're going to talk about some things. We're just going, we're going to go ham. Um, first order of business. I think I'm just going to dive in to it. Um, so yesterday or the other day, shall I say, my dog, my sweet, sweet booby, the love of my life, my child who keeps inching closer and closer to me as I spew all of this delicious phrases that he loves so much, the love of my life, the fiber of my being, the reason I breathe, my son, got into some, shall I say, illicit substances, and uh, I thought he was going to die, straight up, I thought he was going to croak, y'all, I didn't know what was going on, I'm at work, I'm getting a phone call from my roommate, and he is like, telling me that he, like, booby puked all over my bed, and I'm like, this motherfucker puked on my bed. And he's like, yeah, that's not really like the point, but yeah, he puked on your bed. I was like, he puked on my bed. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? And so homeboy was not good. He was not okay. So like I leave work, I am calling the emergency vet. I am letting her know that something is happening with my dog. I'm screaming at them on the phone because 
I just recently, after five years, you know, bad dog mom alert, five years of having Booby, he just turned 10. So, you know, he's, he's new. Anyways, I haven't given him any, any vaccinations or anything. I know, I know, terrible, but he's lasted five years that I've had him in perfect health. He had his wellness exam and because I have lacked or slacked, on the vaccines and don't have any records for him, I had to get an entire conundrum of vaccines that I didn't know if he needed boosters or if he actually needed the vaccine itself. So the vet recommended we just start fresh. And I said, you know, that might not be okay for him. It might kill him, but it's okay. So when I get this phone call from my roommate that my dog is puking and wobbling and can't hold his head up and he's just not himself, I am freaking out. I immediately think it's the vaccines so I'm screaming at the not the doctor or the nurse or whoever it is the vet on the phone saying you did this to my dog and she's like I don't know what to tell you but you know he would experience these symptoms 12 to 24 to 48 hours after you know he gets the vaccine and it's been a fucking week so lady you're out of your mind and I said you know what it's you guys so anywho, I hang up with them because they don't have any a, uh, emergency appointments available, which defeats the purpose, in my opinion, of an emergency vet. It's an emergency, so I'm supposed to be able to just walk in. So anyways, I set an, uh, I set an appointment for an emergency visit for like 1.30 that afternoon. I said, great, it's 11 o'clock in the morning. God forbid if something happens to my dog between 11.30 and 1.30, he's going to croak. I don't know. They'll be liable. So anyways, I get home. This motherfucker is in the, in, in the lawn, just wobbling. His head's not straight. He is looking fucked up. And I'm looking at him and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, this motherfucker looks familiar. Like this, 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 this vibe in a way that he's giving off looks very familiar. But all in the same time, I'm like sobbing because I didn't know. I didn't know what was going on with my dog. I think my emotions just took over. I think I was also just very freaked out. But also in the back of my head, I said, this, this demeanor looks very, very, very familiar. Very familiar. So I'm sitting there. I'm sobbing on the floor with Booby outside in the grass. And I'm calling the vet again and I'm like, he's not okay. I need to come sooner. Oh my gosh. And all while I'm doing this, my roommate comes out and hands me this little plastic bag. And he says, I couldn't find anything that was like, you know, that he got into, but I found this. And let me fucking tell you what was in that little plastic bag. Okay. It was a bunch of, um, substance. That's going to get you stoned. Mind you, it's legal cannabis, legal hemp product, but it's not for dogs. Also, it was a chocolate bar. Homeboy ate two fucking chocolate bars of, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say it, of THC. I'm doing it. I said it. It happened. I can't explain any other way other than the fact that that's what he ate. Okay. He ate it and I'm freaking out. I hang up on the vet because I don't want her to know. So I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck am I going to do? This dog is fucking high as shit. And I'm freaking out, calling the vet, blaming them on some vaccines. I also have to come out of pocket $160 because I'm supposed to take him to the emergency vet in like an hour and some change. And I sat there for a minute and I looked at this dog while he was woozy and doing the whoops with his head. And I said, you know what, bitch, 
you're going to, you're going to deal with it. You're going to deal with it. There's nothing else that I could do other than the fact that he's going to have to ride this fucking wave. So I call the vet back and I say, Hey, is there such thing as dog CPS? She laughs and tells me no. I said, great, because what I'm about to tell you next is probably going to send me to fucking dog CPS. ASPCA is going to knock on my door and say, hey, we're coming to get your dog and they're going to go to a new family. So she says, what happened? Because I already think I know what happened, but please tell me what happened. So I sat down again on the ground. I'm sitting there and I said, well, my dog got into my weed chocolate and she just started busting out laughing. And let me tell you about Booby, okay, for this the 68-pound pit bull, God bless him for being the size that he is because according to the vet, the amount of chocolate that he consumed would have killed any other dog. But this motherfucker has a fucking fetish for chocolate. I've never seen a dog who is so addicted and so obsessed to things that will literally kill him. There was one year, Booby, I, I used to get this trail mix, this granola trail mix, has all the things that can murder a dog, freaking raisins and chocolate and nuts and things that dogs cannot eat. And when I tell you this fucker ate a five pound bag of it, an entire five pound bag of trail mix, nothing happened to him. He was fine. He shat his brains out for like maybe two or three days, but he was fine. And I said, well, maybe this motherfucker's like just immune to chocolate. Some dogs are some, some dogs, if they even look at it, it's over for them. But this guy right here, he, he is a thing for chocolate. It's not the first time he's gotten into my illicit chocolates and whatnot. One time he ate an 80 milligram peppermint bark chocolate bar, projectile vomited chocolate all over the house, and then shat his brains out for a day and a half. Excuse you, Peach. My cat. Anyways, it's an instant insane absolutely insane. And I bet you're probably thinking, well, Tanisha, why don't you just put your fucking shit up, you idiot? Well, you know what? I do. But this motherfucker is like Houdini. He will find it. It's like a task. It's an assignment. It is a challenge for him. It is like a Call of Duty game, Search of Destroy or Search and Destroy, whatever. He will find it and he will eat it. He's like the fucking Terminator when it comes to chocolate. He's like, I will find you, John Connor. He will find it. He'll get it and he'll eat it and he will be so fucking lit high off his ass for I don't know how long and then suddenly he's normal again. So anyways, once we find out that is what he consumed, the vet said he's going to be fine. She asked um, if he threw up or if I needed to induce vomiting and I said no. He puked it all up on my bed. She says, great. The only thing that I'm concerned now is the amount of chocolate that he consumed. So this little fucking, this, this guy is just, oh, he's so big. He's so big. And it's so funny because like, I think he was kind of enjoying it. And then also I think it was freaking him out a little bit. Like he was scared of his water. She told me to keep him hydrated. He just wanted to lay in the sun. And I understand that, you know, when you're high as fuck and you just want to lay in the sun, I get it. Um, but the thing is he's a dog and he doesn't think about staying hydrated or doing 15 minutes in the sun, 15 minutes in the shade. No, this motherfucker wanted to lay in the sun for hours. So I'm out there freezing t-shirts and laying it on him in front of my house while this dog basks in the sun for hours. I tried to give him water. He proceeded to freak out 
about the water bowl. Like I put the water bowl in front of him and he did this weird thing with his paws, just kind of like trying to smack it away from him. So I freaked out again. I called the vet and she's laughing at this point. She thinks I'm a fucking comedian. She thinks this is, this is a fucking joke. And she's like, well, you know, you got to think about it. When you eat too many edibles, things just look really close and big and large and they probably freak you out. And I'm like, if this motherfucker's having an experience, just like a human being, are you serious right now? She's like, yeah, he is. He's high. And I said, okay, so what do I need to do? She says, keep him hydrated. I said, well, he won't drink the water. He's afraid of the water bowl. What do I do? So she says, well, eventually he, he'll come around. So I sat outside with him in the, the sun for like six or seven hours, keeping him cool with wet, frozen t-shirts until he finally got his equilibrium correct to where he could stand up. And I was able to pick him up and carry his big ass in the house because he couldn't figure out how to walk up the stairs. So throw him on the couch. He lays there for hours. I decided to go out because I figured he was fine. I come back, he drinks a bunch of water and you know what? He's great. He's fine. He still hasn't pooped yet, which I know he's going to projectile shit. He's done it before after eating chocolate and I'm just patiently waiting for that. So that's Booby. He's okay. This morning he was great. He pretty much just is very, very sleepy. Um, and on the plus side, the chocolate also had CBD in it. So it wasn't like, you know, that potent, shall I say? Um, but yeah, he definitely, definitely went for a wild ride. He, he sure did. And it was a little scary, but after figuring out everything and knowing what it was, it actually was, you know, quite comical, I shall say, but, uh, he's good. He's dandy and fine. And, uh, yeah, (laughs) it was definitely something that I will not forget, shall I say. Um, anywho, I don't even know what else. (laughs) The story of booby is really just, uh, you know, it's insane. I, I'm... I'm just, I'm over it. He's fine. He's fine. Anywho, living, laughing, loving on to the next topic. I, for some reason, have 90 Day Fiance on here. And I feel like I talked about that in my last podcast episode, but I don't quite remember. So we're just going to do a little, we're going to glaze over that show and how, oh, I definitely did not because I didn't film last week. So let's talk about how fucking stupid and staged that show is. None of those psychologists are psychologists. And if they are, they're really fucking shitty at their job. I don't have a psych degree, but in my head I do. And I'm also an attorney. And I just don't think that anyone should be wasting their time on 90 Day Fiance. I feel like TLC in general has just become, it's no longer the learning channel. There's nothing learning about 90 Day Fiance. It's a stupid fucking show. Half the people on there are just doing it to get onto TV and to be famous because they want their Instagrams to blow up and shit. And fucking Big Ed's stupid ass is still on that TV show after I don't even know how many years of completely embarrassing himself and fetishizing Asian women for one. That's really, really just an uncomfortable situation to just watch on TV is watching some fucking short, stout, no-neck creature fetishizing Asian women. It's weird. So, uh, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of it. Also, that lady that kind of looks like Big Ange. Um, what's her name? 
God, I can't think of that woman's name, but she's dating the man from Africa and she's a fucking cunt to him. And like, she got all this money from the TV show, got this like, like liposuction. So her face looks like a fucking like ball sack and she's a bitch. Um, I don't think there's a single normal couple on there. I honestly got back into the show, not even back into the show. I was in Florida a couple weekends ago and I was staying at the Marriott fucking courtyard Marriott. Fuck you for not having smart TVs. It's 2020 fucking three and you're still using fucking cable television courtyard. Are you fucking serious? Marriott? Really? So yeah, I had nothing to watch and I drank an entire bottle of wine because it was my last night there and I forgot that I bought said bottle of wine. So I just had this bottle of wine that I paid for that I was not going to let go to waste. So I just sat and I sipped and I sat and I sipped and I said, well, there's nothing else to do other than sip and scroll on the phone. So let's see what's on the telly, shall we? And I'm flicking through the channels and there is godforsaken nothing on there. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Not even a button on the remote to freaking put the Netflix on, which I don't even like watching Netflix in hotels. But at that point, I was so willing to watch anything else other than cable television. And lo and behold, TLC comes on and it's fucking 90 Day Fiance. And I sat, painfully sat and watched that show for about 15 and a half minutes because it's all the time that they're going to get out of me because I looked and I watched and I said, what is this shit? Where's the script? It looks like these these doctors are reading from fucking teleprompters. They're giving some of the worst advice. Everything is set up for ratings. It's just so staged. It's so staged. I can't even explain how painfully staged that show is. And it used to be good. I feel like the first season of 90 Day Fiance was like, it was pretty cool, you know? And that like love at first sight, um... I don't really know all these stupid dating shows that used to come on TV about a decade ago just had a pretty decent plot line. Like, yes, there was an American person who had this love for this person who lived across the country and the K-1 visa was actually like a countdown to be married in 90 days. And it was just a beautiful arrangement. But now it's fucking drama. Like nobody on that that show was getting married. I think the show was like it, it was a spinoff, I want to say, of 90 Day Fiance of of. Um, I don't know, 90 Day Fiance, The Last Resort or some shit. I don't know. They were at some fucking beach resort and people were fighting in hot tubs and all kinds of dumb shit. And I was over it. And I was like, what the fuck is this dumb shit? So I, I had to get rid of it. I'd had to go. I'm, I'm done with it. I said, no, no siree, Bob. I will not be wasting my brain cells on this TV show because it absolutely sucks. And I want to gouge my eyeballs out which I almost did. Glad I did not. But it was definitely something not not worth watching. And it's crazy because evidently there is a, a, a group, I shall say a group, I don't even know, an audience of people who, ooh, Booby just tooted. Gross. That means he has to poop soon, which is great. Um, oh my God. Um, so anyways, it just, it, uh, ooh. It obviously means that this show has an audience to some degree. That's cool, I guess. But uh, definitely not me. I will not be watching 90 Day Fiance anymore. Oh my God. 
You guys, I can't even tell you how bad my dog's toots are right now. And I really just think I should probably end this podcast so I can take him out to go and take a shite. Because, oh my God, for the love of all that is holy. The love that all, all is holy. Anyways, woo-wee. Woo to the wee. Um, but yeah, I was going to say, let me know your thoughts on 90 Day Fiance, but really there is no sort of like communication with podcasts. I just put out a podcast and you just listen. And I appreciate you so very much for listening, um, to the story time. It's a comeback from sabbatical and, you know, I make these podcast topics and I never actually follow through with them. And I always feel like there needs to be some sort of a structure to this podcast. And realistically speaking, there is no structure. This is my podcast. And that is like the most beautiful, beautiful thing about having it. And something that is yours is that you can do what you want. There is no rules other than the terms and conditions that you must follow. So anyways, um... If you're feeling, feeling frisking, get a little, you know, get a little five stars, you know, I think that actually helps with uh, discoverability. Share with your friends, your teacher, your neighbor, your vet. Fuck it. Share with ASPCA. That's cool too, because you know what? My vet said I'm okay. And that's the only person whose opinion I care about when it comes to my dog. Anyone else's opinion when it comes to my dog can go fuck themselves. And yeah, live, laugh, love. I appreciate you all for listening. Booby is fine and dandy. You should follow him on Instagram. Hashtag Visco Good Boy. Actually, it's at maybe. I don't know. Anyways, love you guys. Bye.